Hello and welcome to the Models Inc. cast. What? what? Well, hello, it's me. I'm very sophisticated discussing models. Oh my god, these models. Oh, tell me more. Oh, Mary, Models Inc. has so much to offer. I am so excited that we together are going to talk about it a little bit and that I'm going to watch every episode of this highbrow show. I'm so glad we've made this arrangement the way we've made it. Can I tell you about the characters of this epic drama? Yes, please, please. Well, it starts with special guest star Hillary Michaels, Amanda's mother. Also known as Mommy. No, no. And then the rest of the cast, they conveniently made a point to say in alphabetical order to justify that in a show about female models, the three dudes showed up first. Oh, it was the next. Yep. But first, we got David, Hillary's son. He's the vice president of modeling. That's not correct. And then uh, we also have Eric. Eric, he's kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, And then Brian, of course, Brian. Brian is a photographer who likes to do it in the kelp. And then the crossover star, Sarah Owens. She's from Iowa, allegedly. She's no fully. She's fully from Iowa. Oh, she's from Iowa. And her good sister friend Julie. Julie, she's from the outback. Crikey, that's what I call her. And they—they're living with um, superstar model Terry. Terry, she was the world's most beautiful woman for a minute. She was. She was. And and her good sister Carrie. Her sister Carrie was in the Matrix. Yeah. And then of course we have the model Linda. Linda wears a hat. Sometimes. <laughs> Mary, we are going to go through the whole series of Models, Inc. together. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready because I'm not going to be watching it. Hello, and welcome to the Models Inc. cast. I think that's what we're calling this. <laughs> you stumbled. You stumbled. I did, I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, God. It's okay. It's like you just, you just flew out of the box. It just flew flew like a, like a model flying to New York for Fashion Week. <laughs> Mary, I'm telling you, you are missing out on Models Inc. And I just, this is just after episode two. I'm worried that our premise of me watching it and you not is going to fall apart because you're going to be so enticed to watch this show. Boy, that you're saying that with so much confidence. <laughs> I, I, I'm, it's just a worry. I have a fear that our um, digital media empire is going to crumble due, <laughs> due to the enigmatic quality of Models Incorporated. I would hate for this empire to crumble. That would be that would be true <laughs> tragic <laughs> listeners as well. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not joking. I loved episode two. Um, yeah, yeah. I had my assignments this week were to watch uh, Models Inc. episode two and Melrose Place season three episode one, and I picked Models Inc. first. I was more excited for it. Oh wow! Well, you know, it's the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. Speaking, thirty years old kid, but it's you know, it's fresh. Uh, yeah, you did really seem to enjoy the premiere a lot. Yeah. So I don't blame you. Okay, so Mary, I'm going to walk you through what happened this week. At the end, I'm going to ask you, do, who do you think did it? Who done it? Who killed Terry? 
Oh, yeah, because Terry died last time. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're reminded of that because the opening scene of Models, Inc. Episode 2 was the funeral. Oh, that's so yep. sad. Now, of course, Eric and Linda are late. Oh, Linda's the one in the hat, right? Yep. Yep. With the, the did the porn. And a funeral hat on? <laughs> I, I don't notice these things. I don't know. Um, but at the funeral, surrounded the casket, um, Eric made a point to go next to David, the vice president of modeling, <laughs> and start arguing about Linda's prices they're charging. Oh, that's not appropriate at a funeral. No, which is what David pointed out, to which Eric said, what does she care? She's worm food. Oh, that he, you know, as far as what does she care, he has a point, but it's probably inappropriate to call her worm food at the funeral. At the funeral. During the funeral, too. Like, so there's a moment at the funeral where, where Hillary, like, claps her hands and says, okay, can we get started? As though it's a staff <laughs> meeting she's in charge of. We're going to do an icebreaker. There'll be <laughs> when Susan gets back. So Brian's really torn up because remember, he was dating Terry, the most beautiful woman in America. God, he was. And he, he says that most people are just glad that she's dead. Oh. And he gets in a verbal altercation with Eric, which turns Mary into a physical altercation. Oh, Brian, no. Brian punches Eric, who knocks into Julie, crikey, who falls <laughs> into the casket. <gasps> Is it open? The casket tips off of the little thing that holds it above the hole in the ground. Oh, no! <laughs> the lid pops open, and the hand of the deceased falls out. Oh, no. But oh. the fingers are curved back towards the camera to reveal that she's had a recent manicure. And Julie gets up from the ground and looks to camera and says, well, she, she always had great nails. And your cat is right. That was a catty thing to say. <laughs> Well, I, that's a nice little touch by the creators of the show. They didn't have to go that extra mile, uh, but they did. So they good. did. Now, meanwhile, back at Models, Inc., Mary, the police are waiting in Hillary's office. And detective, um, the detective that was there last week uh, is waiting and says, I hope I'm not intruding. And Hillary says, you are. <laughs> oh, that's where Amanda gets it from. But Mary, you know the RuPaul song. I can't think of which one it is, but there's one where he goes, the tea of the season has truly been found. Yes. 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 That's on the Christmas album, I believe. Well, Models Inc. Episode 2, the key of the season has truly been found. Oh, what's that? Well, Detective uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out uh, a little blue, or I'm sorry, a little black box and asks Hillary, do you know what this is? Is it an engagement ring? No, Mary, it's it's wider than that. It, picture oh, it like it would hold um, an enlarged business card. An enlarged business card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, she says no, because he didn't open the box. <laughs> <laughs> so he opens it, and Mary, there's like this blue velvety plush softness, and resting on it is a key, a silver key. Oh. Okay. But, but it's a funny looking key. So it's like this, the shape of a skeleton key, but it's been smushed flat. So it's like super thin. Like you could use it to jimmy a lock. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 
and it's got this weird design element like it could fit on a keychain but the because it's been smushed flat it it, it would like bend weird in the keychain oh okay i think mm-hmm. I can... yeah and he <laughs> he revealed this um and asked Hillary, do you know why she had this in a fancy box? And Hillary said, nope, no clue. <laughs> and then Hillary gave us a lesson in the American judicial system where she, t- she explained to the detective that um, if he's going to be questioning all of her people, then she has a right to know why he thinks it's murder. Um, m- ma'am? No, you don't. <laughs> well... I, I, I can see why she wants to know that. but I, oh, yeah. oh, sure, but she has no right to know it. But the detective tells her. Oh, well, he sounds like a really good detective. The detective uh, says that the day of the murder, Terry received a threatening letter, but she never opened because she died. Oh. And okay. it, w- it was all about, if you leave, bad things will happen to you. Oh. Who had a letter like that from somebody? I mean, uh, you know, I listen. I remember when I switched coffee shops and I got letters like that. <laughs> you keep them all in a binder, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, I found it odd. Uh, this is clearly to incriminate Hillary, and I don't think that's how the detective would have revealed that evidence to Hillary. It doesn't seem like it. No, no. And then the detective says that. He's talked to a lot of people about Hillary. And one thing everybody agrees on, she's irresistible. Hillary is irresistible? I don't know what to tell you, Mary. I'm just, I just, I'm just the reporter. Is there another character named Hillary that I haven't met? <laughs> nope, nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now we cut back to Eric and Linda's place. And Linda can't, comes home and she's upset and she did not get a gig, a modeling job that she wanted. And Eric is yelling and says, of course she didn't. She looks like hell. Oh, well, yeah. that's supportive. Yeah, you know, he's there for her, but he was playing his guitar when she came in and he explained he needed the cash from that gig she was supposed to get for his demo tape. <laughs> oh, God, we've all struggled to get money for our demo tapes. So then Linda goes and lays in bed. She's very upset. And Eric has a moment of empathy uh, because the plot required it um, and says, what's been going on? And Linda says she's not been sleeping because at the party where Terry, the most beautiful woman, the former most beautiful woman in America died, she got a headache or was upset, whatever. She went into someone's office and from there she could see out the window on the balcony, Terry fighting with someone. Oh no. A scandal. It, it was Hillary. Really? She saw Terry and Hillary fighting at the balcony. And she said they were yelling at each other and then they were pushing each other. And Hillary had grabbed Terry and was shaking her really hard on the balcony. Oh, no. You should never shake a top model or a baby. Or the most beautiful woman in America. That's what she's called. Not the top model. That's a different show. So now, so Linda's a witness that Hillary was fighting with Terry on the balcony. But she did not see Terry go over because she went away to not be not be a wit- not be a part of this. Well, she was pro- her hat probably blew off or something too. She had to go find it. 
Maybe Terry was just taking a dive for the hat. Yeah, maybe she was just trying to catch Linda's hat for her. That would have been real nice. Okay, but Eric convinces her not to tell anybody. Mm, Okay. So this is going to be their secret. And then he says to Linda, who protects you? Who looks after you? Who would you die for? And she's saying him, him, him. Yeah. And she says, I want you so bad. I need you right now. And then they have sex. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. You know what else is nice? What? The model beach house. Oh, yeah. They have that house. I forgot. Mm -hmm. And the police are there for Carrie. They brought Terry's personal effects. Oh, okay. And a detective shows Carrie the key and says, do you know what this is about? Is it for like a crock pot or something? We don't know, Mary. It's the key of the season. It's the key of the season. Yes, that's right. Okay. And she says no. Okay. And then we get a flashback. Oh, that's always trouble. It's Terry on the balcony the night of the party with Carrie. Oh. And she, and she gives Carrie the key. The key that Carrie just said she didn't know what it's about. Oh, so she might know what it's about. Yeah, so the part we come in on a flashback, Terry's giving Carrie the key, and Carrie's upset and crying and saying, it was a lie. And then they start fighting over the key on the balcony. <sighs> Why are all these bitches fighting on the balcony? Go have a beer. Sell down. Listen, listen, they have one plot this season, Mary. <laughs> They're going to make the most of it. All right. So after this, later, time goes by and Carrie goes to the police department to talk to detective. She feels upset. She feels guilty. She was supposed to look after Terry. uh, But Terry's career took off while Carrie stalled out. And then they kind of grew apart and she feels like she didn't protect her. Well, she didn't. I mean, and she stays long enough for the detective to get a call and leave Carrie alone in his office. Oh, okay. She watches him leave and then she rifles through everything, trifles until she finds the key, which was in an unlocked desk drawer. (laughs) And she takes the key and replaces it with a different one. Oh. Yeah. What does this carry up to? Nothing good, it sounds like. No, but you know who is up to something good is Linda. She's on a photo shoot. With with models like the pit crew, like two two beefy guys, and mm-hmm. the photographer saying things like put put the put Linda on your shoulder, get in real close to her, and Eric is watching uncomfortably but watching. <laughs> okay, Sarah's backstage, and David comes to like get her ready for her photo shoot, and she's she's stressed out. Oh no! And he says, "What's wrong? Everything was going so great," and Sarah says. Oh, really? Oh, really? Is everything so great? My ex-boyfriend runs out of Iowa, chases me down, and beats me up. This motorcycle guy tries to rip my clothes off. There's arms falling out of coffins. People are getting murdered. You're kissing me on the beach? Or kissing me in New York? She's ready to just give up and leave. Oh, no. And David says, if you want to leave, I will understand and I will support you. But if you want to stay, I will support you as well. What's it going to be right now? And then the the photographer comes and calls for her, and she decides, she says, yes, I'm ready. Hmm. Well, that's good. 
Yep, she's getting her photos taken, and Sarah, and then later, uh, David is talking to the photographer and says, "You got to put Sarah on the cover. She's the rising star." And the photographer says, "Really? I was going to use Linda." And David says, "No, it's it's got to be Sarah." Uh oh. And guess who overheard? Is a hat. Eric. Oh, Eric. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, back later. so now Julie Crikey is here and uh, I'm not picking up any Australian accents. So whatever that's about. <laughs> that's run its course. So Julie's there for an audition and the guy makes it clear he's not even going to let her like Stanford or, or audition for it because of how drunk she was in New York. Oh, he's got a bad rep. And she's, they're arguing a little bit back and forth. I'm better, blah, 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 blah. And she makes it clear she will do anything, anything he wants for this opportunity. Like clean the bathroom? Oh, not like clean the bathroom. He has a moment of realization and he turns to her and says, wait a minute, are you saying you'll sleep with me if I give you the job? Oh, that's not a good way to get jobs. Not from my experience. Depends on the job, Mary. But she says, yes. Oh. And he says, all right, meet me on my place at 11 or whatever. 11 is late. I know. Well, the, this is this is Hollywood. I but guess. they make those plans. Moment, and then she pulls out the recording device in her pocket. Oh. And says, you're going to get me this job right now. And he brings her out to the clients and lets her audition. But, wait a minute. So... He wasn't going to give her the job because he heard or saw how drunk she was at New York last uh-huh, week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So her, so she says, if I sleep with you, would you give me the job? And he's like, yeah. And then she blackmails him for doing that. Well, yeah, this was a married man. Oh, I don't know he was married. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm assuming either way, he wouldn't want it to be known that he would give someone a job just for sleeping with him. I just assume that's what they all do in Los Angeles in the modeling industry. But remember, as we learned from D&D advertising and Chaz, there was no human resources department at the time. So, <laughs> Has Chaz shown up on the show yet? Not yet. Not yet. God. But you know who did show up is David, the vice president of modeling. We see him in his office and Eric comes in. <laughs> oh, no, not again. And David just rolls his eyes and says, well, you just leave or do I have to call security to get your ass out of here? And David, I don't know if you remember this. He has this delivery method where they have written him some good lines. Mm-hmm. They just come off so wooden. Well, he's probably not a great actor. No, he's not. But <laughs> Eric uh, confronts him for uh, pushing Linda off the cover since there would have been extra money if she was on the cover. He could use that for his demo. Yes, and he still wants to. So he threatens David with blackmail. Oh. Because Hillary was the one who killed Terry and he has a witness. Oh. Specifically, he said Hillary had blood on her hands and it's Terry's. Okay. Yep. And he says, Linda, about Linda, truth is, she saw your mama do the deed. Ooh, nobody wants to see mama do the deed. Yeah. So... David makes it right. He's protecting Hillary and gets Linda on the cover. 
Hillary confronts David in the lobby where you have confrontations with your vice president and modeling son. And Hillary doesn't know about the blackmail. So she assumes David is doing it because he really likes Sarah and is Uh trying to hold her back. Because she, no, no, no. This is what happened. Hillary said, why did, why did you do that? And David needed an excuse because he didn't want to tell his mother, I know you killed Terry. And he says, they would not meet Sarah's price. And Hillary said firmly, she doesn't have a price. She's new. <laughs> and so she thinks David is overcharging for Sarah because he's, he's got a, a crush on her. And Hillary makes it clear they can't be in a relationship, David and Sarah. Oh, she's going to be the HR department now. Someone's got to be. And listen, <laughs> better Hillary than nobody, I guess. But then... David and Hillary have this really weird conversation. David transitions to, I haven't, we haven't really talked since Terry died. Mm, Okay. And so this is seen through David suspects Hillary and Hillary doesn't know that. So Hillary is accidentally confirming it because she says things like, I assume we all have regrets about things we did that night. Things we wish we did differently. Like eat more of the like cheese curds on the hors d'oeuvre tray. They are not serving cheese curds at a modeling party in Los Angeles in the 90s, Mary. I bet they did at modeling parties in Wisconsin in the 90s, though. Yeah. Can you uh, tell me the um, Wisconsin-based supermodels of the time? That'll cover me. Probably okay. some lady who went to a lot of Packer games. <laughs> Famous Packer fan. All right. Well, Brian is at the marina and Carrie, the sister of the dead, most beautiful woman in America Mm -hmm. shows up and Carrie says she's been looking for Brian everywhere. And then she remembered this was Terry's favorite place. And this is where she'd find Brian. Oh, okay. Carrie tells Brian first, she swears him to secrecy. Oh, that'll work. Yep. And then she tells Brian that she was on the balcony with Terry that night. Seems like information you would keep to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it does to me, but I'm not a supermodel in Los Angeles in the 90s. Yes. And she reveals that when she was 17, she had a baby. (gasps) A miracle baby? Well, she put the baby up for adoption and it died a few weeks later. Allegedly. Allegedly. And Terry told her that night. That the baby is alive and well. Oh, where does it live? Well, apparently Terry had that information in a safe deposit box for which she would have a weird looking key. Oh, okay. The key. Yeah. And Carrie's just casual. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember where she had that safe deposit box. Do you remember what bank she went to? And... Brian was like, yeah, 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 SunTrust Bank and floppity flop, whatever. <laughs> he knew. So Carrie got the info. She got the key and she got the deets. Mm, clever girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of the beach, Sarah and David are on the beach. And she, David has to tell her that she almost got the cover. Oh, yeah. And she is not, she's not disappointed. She's thrilled. She can't believe she was even considered for the cover. Well, she's so humble. Yeah, well, she's, you know what? She's so Iowa. Mm. You know, she's like uh, Allie, played by Christina Aguilera in Burlesque. Wow, we did not take long for a burlesque reference. 
think faster even than the regular podcast. <laughs> she wants to celebrate. She grabs his arm and starts dragging him into the ocean. To drown him? To, to swim in celebration, but he resists because she doesn't understand how much this suit cost him. He didn't pay for that suit. He probably got it for free from his mom. And she says, all you can think about right now is money? And he says, yeah, I happen to think that's very important. Mm. Remember that for motive. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he says, this is all going to sound like a lie, but I've never met a woman like you. You're so normal. (laughs) That's what every woman wants to hear. (laughs) And Mary, they kiss on the beach. And then he says, I never want this night to end. And she says, was that a line? He says, no. And she says, okay, good night. (laughs) She leaves him on the beach in his expensive suit. She goes into a room, which has an entrance right from the beach. Oh, okay. It's, It's dark. Only a little bit of moonlight coming in through the blinds. She's settling in, kind of putting her bag down taking off her beach jacket or whatever, and we see kind of off in the corner. Is that, is that a figure? It is. She's not alone, Mary. Oh, no. She turns on the light, and Hillary says, Hi, Sarah. Oh, Mommy's back. And she threatens the hell out of Sarah to stay away from David. She says, I've seen him with other women. Lots of other women. Oh, <laughs> he's promiscuous. Yes. Anyway, she says, you can't, you can't be with David. You have an innocence about you. That's what's going to take you to the top, and he will steal it from you. He will, because he's the vice president of modeling. <laughs> okay, now we, now we go to the bank. The key of the season has been found, and Carrie is at the safe deposit box. And Mary, she opens it. Oh. So I don't want to give a spoiler. Spoiler alert for any... I, maybe we should have said spoiler alert at the beginning. I think spoiler alert is just implied about a show that came out 30 years ago. Like if, if you don't want to be hearing about this, you wouldn't be here. Listen, you say that, but I did go look for who else has covered models Inc. And there was a show that watched it and they did one episode about the series. That seems like maybe an efficient way to go about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he said, spoiler, he said, and it wasn't until the last seven minutes of the final episode that, then he paused and he said, spoiler alert. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. Wow. <laughs> so I didn't hear it. I, I popped those earbuds straight away. Or you threw them across the room. Yes. So Carrie opens the safe deposit box and there, there was no 10-year-old baby in there. Oh, I was wondering if there was going to be a child in that box. But there was a file folder with oh. a, a printed on sticker using what appeared to be three different fonts that said Spencer Baby investigation oh all right and she opens it up and she mary she sees her baby pictures of him growing up he's alive with a dad and a mom oh that's nice yeah and she's crying in the bank who hasn't cried in a bank listen i worked at a bank i cried in a bank probably on a daily basis because it's hard at the bank so then we're at the beach house. Okay. And Sarah and Julie are sniping with each other. And like, Sarah says, what? Again? 
again, but you know, they're, they're not friends. Remember? Uh, Julie said, you're finished, bitch. <laughs> She's from the outback sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that had to do with it. But then Sarah said, uh, things don't get this complicated in Iowa. Oh, bitch, I've, I've almost been in Iowa. They're just as complicated there. It's just different. Almost been in Iowa. I've, so, never, I've been very close. David shows up, and Sarah brushes him away and is very cold with him. Ooh, ice cold. And David says, you must be Sarah's evil twin. You're definitely not the woman who kissed me by the ocean last night. Did she have a goatee, like on Star Trek <laughs> at Evil Twins? No, but Sarah left. Yeah, David was there going to drive her to a shoot. And Sarah's like, oh, I'm going to go with Linda. And David said, I'll take you both. And she said, no, me and Linda are going to hang out afterwards. You know, girl time. Um, so Sarah's gone. And then it's just David and Julie in the house. And Julie says, I could use a ride. And David's like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll take you. And she said, oh, good, because I need a shower first. And I can't be alone. She needs training on how to shower. Someone has to show her. She's <laughs> back they just they just jump in a pond i think well david david leaves and she has to shower alone oh way to go show here was your chance to get your ratings up a little all right so now mary we cut to the car dealership car dealership yeah that was a turn uh carrie's looking for a new car all right (laughs) and she uh she's kind of hovering in the back a little you know picking her moment and then she walks up to a car salesman who is the father in the pictures of her baby. Oh, what? What kind of dealership is it? Is it like Toyota? Ford? Uh, I like convertibles. Like, is Mazda good? Maserati? I don't know. Fancy cars. Mazda. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Let's just keep throwing out car names and then maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> what about Subaru. Fancy, <laughs> fancy, sexy Subarus. Oh, my God. You know who loves those Subarus? lesbians i was gonna say outdoor enthusiasts but okay yeah yeah, they, they, yeah that's what i said <laughs> anyway she goes to the car dealership where her baby's father is working okay. and he said she says i'm looking at that car and he said oh, i'll get you a salesperson i'm just the owner and she said oh actually i could talk to you because i didn't realize this red car here was so sexy based on you know based on the ads i saw it didn't look sexy and he <laughs> This car is not sexy enough until I see it in person. <laughs> so behind the car is a big like poster print of the the most recent ad, and he and Carrie says, "You used figure eight models, didn't you?" Ooh. Yeah, well. And then she trashes the kind of figure eight models. They're all just housewives. They couldn't sell sexy if they were topless. Like all this th- stuff, right? Whoa, that's that's <laughs> words coming from Carrie. Okay, so I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say that quite plainly, but she housewives, and you know they they're not they're not there to sell sex appeal and she says she could do he said could you do better and she says i sure could and then he hires her to do it um i thought she had to go through hillary and the vice president of modeling i don't know what to tell you mary um but they book a a photo shoot for the next week and carrie note this used her real name oh okay and Paul did not recognize her real name. Who's Paul? I'm sorry. That's the dad's name, Paul. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So it must have been a closed adoption is the point. Oh, okay. Yep. But they go into his office to work out the details for the photo shoot. And she sees family photos of this kid all over the place. Oh, 
I don't know anyone who does anything like that in their office. I was about to ask you, Mary, how many photos of your kid is too many to have in an office? <laughs> I don't have any pictures of my cats in my office because they're in my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now, of course, we're at the grocery store. Of course. Mary, grocery stores in Hollywood, they're so chaotic. You know? People are dumping spaghetti sauce on each other's heads. Yeah. So we <laughs> see, we see Hillary. She's grocery shopping in the produce aisle. Okay. Getting some roughage. Yep. Trying to, trying to, you know, get some, she's checking out some cukes and zooks and melons. Hi-oh. And then, bam, her cart is crashed into. Oh, no, it's an accident. Or is it? It was Detective Guy. Detective Guy? <laughs> he, we need a nickname for him. And he, <laughs> Detective Guy. All right, I think we have one. Detective Guy. <laughs> so, Detective Guy, uh, Hillary says, now you're following me? She practically says, you know I shop here. <laughs> it's a shame they didn't do that, because it would have been a nice little nod to the fans. <laughs> a nice little Easter egg, but they were in the produce section. Oh. He oh. has some he fancy... The... Go ahead. He loves the fish. Uh, he, he, he just loves the fish there. And some butterfly tenderloin veal or something? Butter snatch? Butterscotch? I don't butter know. A fancy fruit. A fancy fruit. Or a fancy food. I think butter snatch is the name of a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. John, excuse me. <laughs> Butternut veal. Is that sound right? I don't know. Butter. <laughs> oh, what was that? Butter- Mary, if you want to watch the show, watch the show. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it was meat. It was a meat. A big, a, a beautiful piece of meat. A big, beautiful piece of meat. <laughs> right Are... to go with the strawberry ass salad. <laughs> we should really have a dinner party someday inspired by all these menu items. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Hillary says, <clears throat> she looks in his cart and says, well, detective man, uh, if you're going undercover as a gourmet cook, as evidenced by the fancy meat, you're going to need to do something better than this cheap beer. Oh, Wow. And he says, newsflash, suspect lady, I am a gourmet cook. I just happen to like this beer. Mm. Okay. Isn't anyway. It? Yeah. So they, we leave there and now we're back at the beach house and David comes to the beach house and he's there with Sarah and he confronts her and he says, I figured it out. Hillary got to you, didn't she? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so right there in the little foyer area by the front door, they agree to date, or to date, but to do it secretly. That always ends well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he says to her, I won't let you down, Sarah. I can't, and I can't let you go. God, you met like five minutes ago. Settle down, everybody. Like, Jesus. But she's, she's so special because she's normal. <laughs> You're so normal. Allegedly. Anyway, so Julie comes down just as and Julie comes in from the beach side where they do all their exercise. So Sarah quickly rushes up to her room and Julie says, Oh, David, are you here to see Sarah? And he says no, he was just dropping off some contracts. And so did he, have a fax machine yet? No, they did not. Certainly not at homes. Yeah, but they're like cutting edge models. That's true, not- that's true. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, David leaves. Sarah, Julie calls Sarah and asks Sarah if her and David are dating. And Sarah says, no. Okay. 
And Julie says, oh, good. Then I won't feel bad when I reel him back in. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we're back at the grocery store, but now, Mary, we're in the parking lot. Okay. And Hillary walks up to Detective Guy. All right. And she <laughs> lays out for him the rules of how he will conduct his investigation. Oh, my God. If you're going to investigate me and my people, all interview requests go through me. They're on my time. You will clear them through me first. Are we understood? And you won't follow me to the grocery store anymore. I don't know that she gets to ask for any of these things. Well, but in exchange for this ask, she gives him a nice bottle of Merlot to go with his veal. Is it so that Buttersnatch Merlot? And Mary, he kisses her. Inappropriate. She's irresistible. Is she inappropriate? <laughs> well, to detective man, she's irresistible. Yeah, but he's a de- he's supposed to be conducting an investigation in which she is a possible suspect. I don't know what this. She she is a suspect. She's a suspect, okay. not a possible suspect. Yeah, he's we, crossing a number. They're all crossing too many lines here. I don't care for it. Yeah, nowadays we would be on television referring to Hillary as a person of interest. A person. Oh yeah, there'd be a dateline about this for sure. Okay, so then we've got one last scene. Carrie is at a bar drinking alcohol. Okay. She's scanning the bar, paying attention, and then she sees him. There's Paul, and she walks right up to him and says, "Oh, Paul, what are you doing here?" Uh-huh. And he says, "What are you doing here?" And she says, "I was just having drinks with a friend." And then he looks from where she just came, and Carrie says, "She just left." <laughs> Sure she did. And Carrie suggests they go somewhere a little more comfortable. Oh, like the dentist's office? No, like one of the hotel rooms. Oh, I mean, I guess that's comfortable. Yeah. And he thinks about it. And then he calls out the game. Oh. Yep. And he says, I know you didn't come here by coincidence. You're tracking me. I don't know what you're up to, but you're fired. And he said, I'm a married man and I don't need this complication in my life. Oh, good. Good for him. Good for him. And it's over. Mary, that was the end of episode two of Models Incorporated. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad they got their paperwork in to become incorporated. <laughs> Hope they fax machine at the office to speed that process up. So Mary, they're definitely trying to draw our attention to Hillary and Carrie with the, the allusions to them fighting with Terry or the illusions or the flashbacks to them fighting with Terry on the balcony. Yeah. Um, we had David confirm that money is very important to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's, he's the child of mommy. So he's going to be like Amanda. I mean, money's mm-hmm. important. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a life insurance policy for Models Inc. on Terry. Oh, that would be a wise investment, given that they make so much money off of her being the most beautiful woman in the world. Former. Yeah. And in America, not the world. Oh, I'm sorry. I went too far. I've got <laughs> she far. did. Just like Terry on that balcony. Oh. Ah! <laughs> so, Mary, does your suspect list change? We had narrowed it down to Eric and Brian. No, David and Brian. I'm going to stick with Brian for now. Yeah. I'm sticking with David. These these first couple suspects are trying to throw at us. There's no way they are the ones. Yeah. I don't think it was Hillary. I don't... I, 
unless it was like a, an accidental thing where they were scuffling and she fell. I, I don't picture Hillary as being a killer. Um, and I feel like this Carrie side plot, I feel like that's where her direction will go more than actually. I don't, I don't know. I guess time will tell, you know? Time, time will tell. And I will tell next week. <laughs> How many more episodes are there? <laughs> There's only 27. Mary, I'm going to be so sad when I get to the last one. So sad. Really? Oh, well, you never know. Maybe you won't. But then you'll be mad at it. Or um, they'll say something disparaging about Christina Aguilera. Or it's 1994. She's 13 years old. So wait, seriously, how how long does this show go on? How many episodes are there? <laughs> I told you this, right? So it goes to season seven of the original run, but then there's the re- the reboot season. So there's how many reboot seasons? Just the one so far. So far. Okay. But there's also, but then Mary, there's the the Amazon has the true story of Melrose Place movie that we should cover. Oh God, how long? Yeah, and and. Uh, Models Inc. has to be covered too. Wait, what the hell is Models Inc.? It's a two-season spinoff. Of what? What did they? Of of Melrose Place from the Lady from Dynasty was on it, I think. Lady from Dynasty, my God, this was like a whole industry. And I do think nine hundred two one zero to get to understand where this show came from is probably worth exploring. I I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) And then when Allison left, she went to Allie McBeal. Does it have anything to do with the contents of Melrose Place? I just feel like, how do you really want to be an expert in this or not? I mean, I think you know the answer to that. Okay, so we're in for all of it. Oh, God. 